He makes sure I'm on time. He keeps me focused. He's the best engineer ever, himself, Ron Jackson. He's a special part of my life because it keeps me on point. So I want you all to know today I come at you live, uh, filling your best life Fridays, and tonight is going to be open forum night. Open forum night simply means we're just going to dialogue about whatever people want to talk about. If you send me a topic, well, I'll bring it right at you. I'll take you where my heart is. I'll take you where my soul is. I'll take you where things on my mind is. And I don't mind tonight giving you all I got because life is short. A lot of people don't take time to really go into what they feel so they carry it around with them. I've learned not to do that. I've learned to express myself care about people, and keep it moving. Hey, Randolph Olds, how you doing, brother? How's everything? You know your family, your Liberty House family. Once your Liberty House, where freedom lives, life will never be the same. How you doing, baby? It's good. I'm glad you're joining me tonight. And if you all have any special topics, 
let me know. Hey, Randolph, I'm glad you, you like the show. I hope you join me on Fridays from now on. And if there's anything you all want to talk about, shoot me some um, topics on Facebook. We can go into it. And you can comment if you like, and then I can read it. Hey, mother, that's my mother. Hey, Jerry. I'm going to call you Jerry tonight, and don't beat me tomorrow. You are my mommy, but you're also Jerry. Everybody, this is where I get all my inspiration from, my mommy. She's so cool. Anytime I need my mom, she's right there for me. She's my anchor. And for those mother and daughters that, hey, baby, you listening? Thank you. And Randolph, if you have any ideas that you want to throw out for us to talk about, shoot it out to me, sweetheart. Mother, I just want you to know that I'm so proud to be your daughter. I'm so proud to be um, the mother of your grandkids. And you're just an awesome, awesome mom. And I thank God for you because you keep me grounded. You love me unconditionally. And you just my mommy. One thing about the world, if you don't know how to love your mom, you might be lost. And I'm so thankful I know how to love my mom. I know how to reach out because they say, let me smell the roses while I'm alive. And I take the time out to make sure I do these special things with my mom. And if I, I'm blessed financially, I will do more. Because the more time you give a person that you love, the more that you're going to do. And put it this way, the more you may not regret if God calls them home. Because all of us got to go home one day. But if you take time out while you're alive to appreciate your loved ones, appreciate your family, work hard uh, while, while you can work, because it comes a time when no man can work. So we have to work when we can, love, when we, love our loved ones when we can, take time out for our loved ones when we can. And it's so very important. So I'm glad you all are joining me tonight. Oh, you loving yours now? That's right, Randolph. That's right. More people need to do that because they try to do it after God called the person home. Then it's too late. Then you're stuck. You don't ever want to get stuck when God gives us the ability to do what we have to do. And, and all it means is swallowing your pride sometimes in case that person says or does something that doesn't rub right with you. Forget about it. Reconciliation. Reconciliation is the best thing ever. That's the closest thing to Jesus because he wants us to reconcile. If most of us would rec take time to reconcile, then that way we don't have a lot of energy to harbor uh, anger. Fools harbor anger. So I just say these things to all of us within the sound of my voice. If there's anything in your heart, if I've ever done anything to art against you, accept my apology right now because I'm extending it to you. Accept it because when I see you, I've already forgotten it and I'm just going to hug you and unconditionally. That's what I do. So if there's anybody else joining us, join in. Anyone have any topics they want to talk about? Talk about it. I could share this. Um, they're having a karaoke night with my church. The, men, the women of my ministry are having karaoke night, and I know they're having a ball. And if it's over, I know they had a ball. Wish I could have joined them, but duty calls. Got to be where I have to be, but I'm, they're always there in my heart. So one thing about me, I do different things. I try to have fun. All work and no play is a dull person. Nobody wants a dull person. You have to be well-rounded. You have to be balanced. You have to do something out of the box sometimes. Because if not, you're going to forever be in a box, forever bore yourself and others to death. So that's what I aim to not do. I just take time out to, to ride bikes when I can, uh, run when I can, go to concerts when I can. I was blessed to go to a wonderful concert of blues, um, Bethesda Blues. 
Bethesda Blues. And Bethesda Blues was awesome. I've never been there in my entire life, and I was blessed to go there. And it was something amazing. It was so amazing that that once it was done, I'm getting a lot of tags, so you all, this is, I'm not familiar with it, so if you send me something to tag you, I'm going to tag you. And then I'll find out later if I made a good decision because I don't want to leave anyone out. So I'm tagging anyone that sends me a message to tag them, and then I'll find out what it's about later. I hope I don't regret it because everybody's name is popping up, seem to be wonderful, friendly people, and they're my friends on Facebook, so I'm going to tag you. So getting back to uh, Blues, Bethesda Blues, it's amazing. If you've never been, you might want to try it out because it's a beautiful atmosphere. The people are kind. They had a James Brown review, and I'm talking about awesome. The singing was amazing. They had a woman singing. She sang from all over, and the main thing about it is, hey, Tanya Fletcher, you're such a beautiful woman. Um, it's the main thing about Bethesda Blues. You can have dinner while you watch the, the performance. So we had a wonderful meal. Um, you can have a glass of wine, and yes, I do drink wine. So for those who don't know I drink wine, I drink wine and I don't mind. Because <laughs> it helps me um, unloosen, and it helps me enjoy the moment. Because I'm not tightwad. So I enjoyed myself, my company was superb, and he always makes sure I'm all right. So I'm letting you all know that that was one thing I did um, during this Thanksgiving holiday, and it's more to come because they had a, a stretch of a venue menu this long. It was so many different things that you want to go back and see, and I'm definitely going back. Uh, everybody that knows me knows me. Know I'm Anita Baker crazy, Stevie Wonder crazy. Those are my two favorite um, artists in the entire world. I like other people, but I love those two. So they announced Anita Baker is going to be at National Harbor. I know. I'm going to get there. I know I got to get there. She said this is her last performance. Anyone else that loves Anita Baker, this is her last performance. I'm going. I have to be there. I see her every time she comes to town. I see Stevie every time he comes. He came to the National Harbor. I'm letting you all know those are my two favorites, and I just have to make it happen somehow, some way. But hold your seat. Anybody that's a Maisie Gray fan, Maisie Gray is going to be a Bethesda Blues. Maisie Gray is amazing. I like her. She's different. Like I said, I like different. I like other people. I'm just in love with Nita Baker and Stevie. And Maisie Gray is going to be a Bethesda Blues, so I hope I get an opportunity to see her. I love different, eccentric, um, have their own style, original, all the above. So I'm letting you know that this is some of the things that I will be taking advantage of with, within my busy, busy schedule. And um, I'm saying this for all the people that work hard, play hard. Don't just work hard all the time. You got to have something else to show for it. You just can't work, 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 store everything. You have to enjoy life as well. Anybody having any ideas, any topics, shoot them out to me. Don't be shy. I'm not. I always tell you, you can call me. You can call me at 240-719-2560. 240-719-2560. And when you call, I don't mean any harm, but we got to limit it to a certain amount of time so other calls can come in. Because I had such a pleasure, pleasure talking to my friend, long, long, long lost friend uh, from childhood. 
And I mean, that's a prayer warrior. She prayed and she prayed till the roof came down. So I'm just letting you know my engineer's in charge. So he said, no longer can I have a long phone call. So I'm letting you know, I have to go by instructions. So as we critique our show to make it more and more exciting and, and much, much better every week, um, I'm excited about things to come. Um, I think about Christmas time. Christmas, of course, is when Christ was born. Some people beg to differ. I don't sweat the small stuff. I see where the, all of that ties together. The reason for the season with me is Jesus Christ. So he's always going to be first and foremost in my life. And I tell people this because sometimes um, people are sad. Everybody's not real, real happy during the holidays. They appear to be, but in the heart, inside of their heart, they may have a broken heart for whatever reason, um, family, relationship, loss of a pet, loss of a job, loss of, um, you name it, a loss is a loss, a divorce. It could be anything that breaks a person's heart. So you got to always remember everybody is not really, really overwhelmed with joy. So you got to reach out. You got to call people. You got to check on them. You got to tell them you love them. You got to take time out to show them you love them because words are one thing, but people go by what you do, not what you say. So you got to make sure you take the time out to share a kind word and some time and make a meal, take a person a plate. They might need a plate of food. You just never, ever know um, what a person may be lacking or what they may need. So I've learned to practice what I preach. I'm trying to take time to do a things a little different. Um, some people today might need a coat. You never know. It's different things you have to do to get different results. If we do the same thing we've been doing, we get the same result we've been getting. So if you're wondering why you're in a slump, you're wondering why you're humdrum, you're wondering why your relationships are failing, because you're doing the same thing you've been doing forever that just didn't work. Should we examine ourselves? Yes, we should, Randolph. Thank you for, see, I like your um, participation. If more people would participate, we could get more information out. Should we examine ourselves? Absolutely. Because if you're examining yourself, which I said in one of my other previous shows, things that may bother you or irritate you in another person is you seeing yourself. So when I things needle me, I learn to be quiet. I learn to try to take 10 seconds in my brain and slow it down. Because if I do that, I won't say something I regret because all they're doing is showing me me. And when people show you you, you might need to do some self-evaluation, meaning cut some stuff out of you, not literally, but dissect some stuff out of you so you can shine brighter. You can be a nicer kind of person. You can be approachable. You know, some people want to approach you. They don't know how because they don't know if they say the wrong thing, what the outcome may be. But I've learned no matter what you say, if you love me, I got to see the good in it because the good is going to change me for the better or if it's something that doesn't apply to me, I've learned to let it go, poof, brush it off. I've learned to literally brush off what doesn't apply because everything is not ours. So Randolph, what do you think um, in reference to should we examine ourselves? Is that something that, oh, now you're, okay, Randolph, I'm glad you like that. Because what I do, I motivate, I lift up, and I help level up. And tonight, we might even take a little 10-minute level up course. And when I say level up, people can take that many ways because some people sing about leveling up because you know I love Sierra if you know me. I love Sierra. I love her and her husband's relationship because she has leveled up. She's leveled up in her mind. 
she's leveled up. When you level up in your mind, you'll attract people where you are. If you level up in your behavior, people will act the way your level is around you. If you level up in your conversation, people around you will be leveled up because they will feel real foolish talking crazy or being rude and obnoxious or cursing like a sailor when all you're doing is being classy and respectful. The energy don't mix. So the, what you represent is what you get. So you have to realize that. It doesn't mean when you level up, everybody else is going to be on page with you. It means you're going to find a different set of people to be around because your energy is not going to work with those who have no intentions on being better. And the awesome thing about it, we all eventually want to be better. And if we don't want to be better, you're with the wrong crowd because better is what this is all about. It's not being better, thinking you're better, it's actually being better. When you think you're better, you're probably in the same slump. You're just trying to mind blow yourself. But when you know you're better, your behavior is better. And the awesome thing about behavior is when you act a certain way, you get a result. When you're just a fool or you're just rude, then guess what? Later on, you're like, why did I do that? Why did I do that? When you're constantly asking yourself, okay, all right, Randolph, you're awesome. When you act a certain way, you draw a certain attention, or the people around you can just relax and flow. But when you are off the hook, needing to be noticed, everybody see me, we, whoa, whoa, I'm here, that's when you're pretty much going to draw the energy that's supposed to be positive away from you. So I have simply learned in my lifetime, I'm guilty like the next person. It don't take all that. All of that's simply not necessary. So when I say level up, I really mean level up. Level up your mind. Get your mind right. Your body will follow. First of all, your heart. God knows your heart. He, um, he's love. So if, he, if he's embedded in your heart, then that's a win-win because you can't even mix with a whole lot of negativity with God all in you because he's swimming around. He's flowing through your veins. He's a river, flow of river water, living water flowing through you like a river. You can't just do anything and say anything and have a good conscience because you're, you're going to be like almost dying on the inside. So the level up process I talk about, it comes with children. We build our children up to be strong, smart, caring, loving, respectful. And then they'll be that way around their teachers. And then they won't be ashamed if their, their colleagues or their little um, classmates say, oh, you're a teacher's pet. And they'll be like, no, I'm not. I'm supposed to respect my teacher. You know, if we sh teach our children how to be, my kids' teachers have always said, your kids are so respectful. They say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. That's how I was brought up. I don't know any other way to be. Kids are not allowed to talk back that I know. So if kids talk back and I hear it, I mean, I'm like, oh, my God, they don't know the detriment because they're going to be in a classroom with, where they're going to miss the best part because the kids that respect the teachers go the furthest. So we as adults have to teach our children to respect adults at all times, no matter what. And if we have them respect us, they automatically reciprocate. They might even go along with the bad crowd, but for a while they can't mix with the bad crowd because the bad crowd start peeping them out like, you don't really want to act like this, you're just acting. So they don't fit in. You become um, who you're going to be as a child. It wasn't, what's imparted in us as a child helps us become who we're going to be later. And 
Even if you get away from it, you get uh, lost in the sauce, you might want to dip and dive and try some stuff. You're going to be back who you're supposed to be eventually if you live long enough. So we got to start young. We got to help the little ones. We got to, I see so many little girls, I just hug them. I saw three little girls today when I was out and I just stopped them midair and I'm like, come here for a minute. And they were looking at me. I was like, oh, you're so pretty. Because I looked at them. They were getting ready to get in some trouble. And I'm like, no, don't do that. I said, give me your numbers. I'm going to call and I'm going to encourage you. I want to talk to you. I want to sit with you guys. So I'm going to take them to a $5 movie. And I'm going to take them to the, um, what's that store? Five Below. I'm going to let them each have five, like $20 to shop and buy something cute. It might, might seem like a little bit to people with a lot of money. But you don't know if anybody ever tells them. So how you do... I can't get that last word, Randolph. What's that last word? Emulate? Is that what you're saying? How do you, so how do you emulate? I think I'm, I can't get it. I'm trying to get that word. Help me out, help me out, Randolph. And those little girls felt so special after I invited them out with me. They sat with me for a minute. I got their numbers. Then they wanted to tell me they like to dance. They wanted to tell me they like to do makeup. They wanted to tell me they like to do hair. They wanted to tell me all the positive things about them before they had went and gotten some serious trouble and I saw it right all over them. I saw trouble all over them. I had to stop them in their tracks because sometimes it's not about us. It's about the gift we have of discernment and the gift we have to be bold and show the love of Christ. So I had to show those young ladies the love of Christ and I had to also let them know no matter what I dress like, no matter who you think I am, I'm no better than you because in God's eyes we're all filthy rags. So guess what? I had to slow myself down, get out of my work mode, and get into a, a mentorship mode. And that's how I do. I have to slow down and help the children because some, they may, for the rest of their lives, remember I slowed down and talked to them and told them how wonderful they are today. Tell people how wonderful they are. And when you do that, they, you'll never know what you save them from. Nikki Clark, hey, hey, beautiful. Hey, best singer in the world. You're awesome. How you doing, baby? Um, how's everything? I love your hair, and I don't know if I've ever told you that. You have the baddest haircut ever. I love your hair, and I love your trade. That's your trademark. And not only is that your trademark, you are a soul winner. You are a woman of God that loves souls. You love doing what's thus say the Lord. You bring them in. You sing, you sing to the heavens. You're just amazing, and your heart is big and beautiful. And I just want you to know I may not have a lot of time when I'm at church because I'm in the Word or I'm doing whatever duties I have, but I always want to give you a hug because you're just a powerful woman in God, and your, your wisdom that you put on Facebook is amazing, and I give credit where credit is due. Your heart is gigantic. And... It doesn't go without being noticed. It's gigantic and it's pure. You got a pure heart. And I like how you balance your life because you, got a, you have a true gift and voice. So I, I admire you and I just want you to know I'm, I'm one of those women that can tell you I admire you and I read and I, you know, little things you put out there. Hey, baby, thank you, beautiful. I appreciate you. Oh, I love you more, boo. I'm just happy that we're sisters in Christ and we get to fellowship together. Because I probably would have seen you and wouldn't even know the gift you have because a lot of people don't come up to beautiful women. They shy away, but I'm the opposite. When I think you're gorgeous, I have to tell a person because we don't tell each other enough how awesome we are. I'm one of those people, my cousin Jamil always say, you always tell me I'm pretty. You, when you're pretty, you're pretty. When you're beautiful on the inside out, you, we gotta tell each other. We gotta just love each other 
to life. And Nikki Clark, you're the awesome bomb. And I want you to know that you're the bomb. Always the same. I mean, you're just amazing. And I'm saying it because I don't talk a lot at church because I got work to do or I'm hearing the word. And when I'm there, I'm focused. But I just want you to always know it doesn't go without being in my heart to just tell you. So when you were blessed Sunday, you deserved every bit of those blessings because in your busy life, you still take time to bring souls. That is an amazing thing. That set the tune for our church because I bet you a lot of people are going to realize how important it is to bring the souls because people got to hear the word. They have to hear it. And, and that's right, Nikki. Amen. The same way we have to uplift and encourage each other. That's right, Nikki. And I'm telling you, you have that gift. So people around you, they better, they better hold on and grab hold because I'm that way around your energy. You have a beautiful spirit, sister, and never let your light dim out. Never stop spreading the word because your word is touching uh, mouths around. You never know who's listening, who's reading, who's um, going by your powerful uh, encouragement. It's, it's well. It's well. And it's going to be well because I had to ask you one time, can I repost? It was so amazing. You had something powerful. And I was like, can I please? I have to, out of respect, I had to ask you first. And you was like, no problem. So thank you for letting me share what you have put with it. It was so powerful. It's power in words. Words can kill or words can build. Words can give life or words can give death. Your words give life. A lot of us in Liberty House give life to each other, and I love that. And I love the sisters and brothers in Liberty House, and of course our past and First Lady O's. They are the bomb. So it starts at the top, the head. The head sets the tone. So we have a tone that's amazing. And those within the sound of my voice, if you want to come to an amazing church home, 3135 Liberty House International Ministries, where freedom lives, you can come there on Sundays at 10 o'clock. You'll never leave the same. And Wednesdays is the power of that midday prayer, where um, midday fellowship, where we get Bible study, and that's 7 o'clock. Just come. Just visit one day. I'm telling you, you'll never be the same. I'm telling you, if you need a church home, you have one. I'm telling you, if you just want to see people love on each other unconditionally, you're going to see it. I'm telling you, if you want to see the, 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 the wretched, messed up, sick, crazy, out of control people get, get well in, the, in doctor's house, you're going to see it there. I'm telling you, if you have any kind of substance abuse or any kind of mental stuff going on, when you come in there, you're not going to be the same because the word is powerful for pulling down mighty, for pulling down strongholds because the word will set you free. The word will make you better. The word will get your life right. None of this other stuff going to help because like my pastor said, you can buy everything in the world and then wake up the next day and it's old and it's not exciting anymore and you're just dying on the inside. But the word of God gives you life and life more abundantly. So you come there and get the word. I promise you, you're going to get a hug so powerful from someone there that you were going to, you're going to be on fire for God. And you're going to sit home maybe the next week and say, I better get up and go. Because you don't want to miss it. You can even stream us on Facebook if you can't get there sometimes. Stream us. But I'm telling you what I know. If you just come, you just have an open mind, your heart's going to burst open because you can't sit still. It's impossible. I've seen it too many times how people come in there. I, I usher. So when I see people come in there, they're kind of tightwad. They're a little nervous or tense, and they sit real stiff, and I don't bother them. I just hug them, and I just let them know, oh, what you got, babe? Let me see. I like to read. Excuse me, guys. I love to read. It's all about souls. I will never stop spreading the word of God. I encourage you to keep 
I encourage you to continue to keep being the woman of God that you are as well. You are amazing. Lives are touched by your life. Oh, thank you, Nick. <laughs> you will make me cry. I've never cried on air before. You might get me today. <laughs> thank you, boo, because I do want to let people know I'm not who I used to be. Okay, so I have a history, I have a past, I'm not ashamed of it because my past is helping other women that I can see straight through no matter how dressed up and beautiful they are because my ministry are beautiful, beautiful women that are dying on the inside, but they're fabulous on the outside. And I can see right through them and when they come around me, they just look like, oh my goodness. Because we, we, our eyes meet. Once our eyes meet, it's okay because I know either you go in a storm, coming out of a storm, or on your way to a storm. So I'm the storm that came out of the storm. So in other words, I look the way I look because of God. If I look the way I look because of what I've been through, you tell if I've been through a storm. He don't want me to look like that. He want me to look the way I look because my ministry of broken women, I mean, beautiful women that are broken or dying on the inside. is I can't put it any other way. We're fabulous, dressed to the nine, uh, got it going on, nice cars, nice homes, whatever but dead. You cannot be dead and be with Christ. If you're with Christ, it's life. If you're not with Christ, it's death. So you can't have both ways. So I, my, I had to check myself. I want to be in, in life, and in, in, I want to have life. I want to have life inside where people understand around me, you don't know what I've been through. You might not want to walk in my shoes. My shoes are some big shoes to fill because I don't look like what I've been through, but he knew I could handle it. He knew I could handle it because I don't mind sped, spreading the word and telling people how good he is to me. I don't mind. I don't care what people say or think about me because they're not him. He loved me unconditionally. He told me he'd never leave me nor forsake me. He didn't tell people. He said, put no trust in man will, for, for man will fail you. So he told me, hey, Jennifer, that's my boo right there. Hi, sweetheart. How you doing? God told me to put no trust in man for man will fail me. He didn't tell me to believe everything people say or just be so, oh, thank you for loving me. He told me to understand if they do something the next day that's hurtful to me, it's not their fault. They know not what they do. Just keep my mind on him for perfect peace. If you keep your mind on him for perfect peace, you can soar to the top. If you keep your mind on him, that think all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and called according to his glory, you will soar to the top. It's different things that keep you soaring to the top, and it's things that kill you. I want to live. I want to shine bright so people can see him inside of me. I want to all the way dissolve so I can be a better wife, a better daughter, a better sister, a better mother, a better friend, a better um, co-worker, a better colleague, Whatever title, I want to be better at it so that way that person might need me. They won't shy away from me. Work on being better people so people that need you can come to you because you might be the only thing, only person that can tell them the goodness of Jesus that day. Or they might go and run into a car. I actually in my lifetime knew a gentleman that was so hurt. He was so adorable to me. He couldn't talk to the men because the men act so macho. He went and walked into a truck on, on um, uh, 210. He walked into a truck. He, he had four kids, a wife. 
and nobody would listen to him. The guys were so busy being so macho, 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 nothing bothers me. I have a house, I have money. So they're not hearing his cry. So he didn't know who to go to. And I'm sitting there looking at these guys like, do y'all encourage each other or do y'all brag all day? They bragged all day. Then all of them lost their mind almost when they found out he walked out on 210 and walked into a truck. And I'm like, okay, that means y'all need to get your lives right with Christ because somebody should have felt him. Somebody should have been able to grab him and hold him and talk to him. But nobody did because everybody wanted to give that falsehood like they have it going on. You don't know who needs you, you to hug them and talk to them and spread the gospel. You never know. People don't look like what they've been through. They working hard and having a false face. So guess what? Keep your life, your light bright. Keep your heart humble. Keep your mood right. Keep yourself focused that if they cry and they have, to have, have a certain look on their face, you don't mind going to them. Are you okay? Can I talk with you? Um, can I hug you? And guess what? Even if they don't want to hug, they're going to remember you did that at their time of need. Because they're going to be like, wow, she really cared or he really cared about me. Just care about each other. Just uplift each other. Because if you don't, their blood can be on your hands. Do you know people's blood is on your hands? And do you know I heard one time and I studied real hard one time and it's a scripture where God tell you, I don't know you, spew from me you do of iniquity. I don't know you and it's times when you might have to, you may actually be um, transferred from you going to hell and another person coming to heaven because you didn't tell that person about Jesus Christ. It's like a lot of things can happen when you put yourself in front of, front of what God tell you to do. You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to just die, pretty much disappear and let God rise up in you. Let Jesus Christ stand tall in you. And when you let him stand tall, you, you don't care about nothing the devil say. Because the devil is the father of lies. There's no good, no truth in him. So what can he tell you? Anything he tell you is a lie. So anything he wants you to do is crazy. He don't want you to do nothing good. He, see, he seeks to kill, steal, and destroy. He want to sift us as wheat. He want to break us, our, our families up. He wants division. He don't want togetherness. He don't want nothing right. He want, and, and furthermore, if your life is real smooth, he don't want you. He want the people going through, it's like, how do I put it? I want to say it properly. If hell is all around you, he know you're doing some good for God. He know you're on fire for God. So don't think it's strange if you go through a lot of things and you're like, well, why is this happening to me? I do the right thing for people. I look out for people. That's why he's coming at you because he don't want you to feel that way. He wants you to feel like the world is coming to an end. Rebuke him in the name of Jesus. Speak the word of God out. That will get rid of him, I promise you. He can't be in a room when you're giving, lifting up the name of Jesus. He can't. He could try it, but he can't. So be bold in what you know. And, and he comes through you with, your, with your, sp your spouse, your children. He comes through you with your family members, your coworkers, anybody. So sometimes you got to look past whatever they're doing, whatever acting out they're doing. Look past that because it has nothing to do with them. It's the spirit. And just be like, okay, it's all right. I love you anyway. And that's when they look at you like, why are you talking like that? I want you to be nasty and mean with me. I want to fight. Don't do it. My pastor told me something profound. He wasn't even talking to me. He was talking to everyone, but I take everything like he's talking to me because when you're held accountable for what you know. So if you all hear something, remember you heard it, you're held accountable for what you know. He said if you're in a room, you walk in a room, and two people are arguing, 
You don't know which one is the fool. So when he said that, that meant everything to me. Don't argue with a fool. Don't cast your pearls amongst the swine. Because what you're doing is a person that walked in on it, they have no idea who the fool is. They have no idea who the person out of control is. So learn to restrain, learn to take a deep breath, learn to smile. Smile is so wonderful, it confuses the enemy. Learn to praise and sing a song of God in your heart. Learn to deep, dig deep. Because when you dig deep, that same devil that was trying to take you somewhere else has to flee. Resist the devil and he shall flee from you. And, it, and it's real. It's real. I can only tell you because I'm a living witness to everything I'm telling you guys. People know me. They've been around me for years. They know I'm, I don't know if they know if I'm different or not, but I'm telling them I'm different. I'm different. I don't want to be who I used to be. I don't like her. She wasn't nice. She didn't care. She wanted to battle. She wanted to go toe to toe. I'd rather be at peace than right. It's not about being right. It's about knowing that Jesus Christ is proud of you. I, I aim to please him. I don't have time to be people pleasing. You'll be a schizophrenic trying to people please all day. I can't do it. I cannot do it. All I can do is know that God was pleased with my behavior and what I said to a person and how I cared about them and how I loved them. Amen, Jennifer. Amen, baby. I love you so much, Jennifer. You're so inspirational to me. And I'm just so proud of you in so many ways because you're a go-getter. And Jennifer is also a member of our church, and she's a member of a financial um, group I'm with. I love this girl right here. Do you? Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to tag some more people. I'm tagging because I'm learning what tagging means. So y'all forgive me. I don't know everything about Facebook Live. I'm getting there. But anybody want to call me, call me. Call me um, live on my TV show, 240-719-2560. I want to talk live to someone if, they, if they're interested. Who's bold enough? I'm bold enough to talk on here live. Anybody bold enough to say hello? Anybody want to tell me anything inspirational? I don't want you to feel like you're in church. I'm just telling you what's inside of my heart. Through the heart is what flows. What's in your heart flows through your mouth. So right now, I'm just giving you what's in my heart. But I'm not a Bible. I'm not walking around. I'm not a walking Bible. I can talk about anything. I don't have no qualms. I don't have no problems about it because I tell truth. You know, when you tell truth, you can pretty much hold a conversation with anyone because you're not you're not fake. You're not tripping. You're not all trying to be all of that or you're not trying to fit in. I just keep it real all day long because I have to see these people again. And guess what? You can't remember lies. You'll, you'll have yourself so tripped up trying to remember a lie or trying to be fake. I'd rather just be me. Take me as I am. That way I don't have to play a game or remember stuff. I just get to be real, and I just get to love you unconditionally because guess what? God loved me unconditionally. I get to care about you unconditionally because God care about me unconditionally. I got to do everything to you that he does for me. The way he care about me, I got to care about you. The way he looks out for me, I got to look out for you. The way he feeds me, I got to feed someone else. The way he provides for me, I got to provide for someone else because if I don't, then I think it's all about me and it's not. And he can, fast as you get things, it'll disappear. And the bottom line is, if things leave in my life, I know he wanted it to go. It didn't leave because I was selfish and arrogant and self-centered and think the world belonged to me. It's because he giveth, he taketh away. So I don't, I don't press the small stuff. I'm not, I don't get stuck. I used to beat her. 
She's not here no more. That woman used to be me. So a lot of people don't know my story, but I'm gonna tell you, I was so trying to figure it out, trying to fit here, because I've always been a, a loner, original, do this on my own, do that on my own. And people don't like that. They want you to be in that clique, be in that group. And I, it's not I can't be in a group. I just can't go along with what the group do. So I shouldn't be in the group. If you can't go along with the program, you might not want to do the program because you're going to look stupid later. And I used to look stupid trying to go along with a program I knew I didn't fit in. So today I don't go where I'm not appreciated or I go where I'm, I'm, I don't go where I'm tolerated. I go where I'm appreciated. Two different things. If you don't understand, I'll break it down real quick. If you go where you're tolerated, people will make a mockery of you. They will tease you. They will make fun of you. They will lead you to some craziness. But if you go where you're appreciated, you will not be disrespected after so-called people have a couple glasses of wine and they want to blame it on that. It ain't that. They want to act foolish with you anyway. So when you're around people that appreciate you, they don't change in 20 minutes to 30 minutes to an hour. They stay the same. You just have more fun with them. But you're around people that tolerate you in just a moment that they can't wait to bust loose and go into whatever rage they have felt all along or whatever ill feelings they want to bring up or whatever um, uh, grudges they have. They need a reason to do all of this because they don't have the um, tenacity or they don't have that, that, uh, that thing in them to be bold enough to say, I have an art with you. So be very careful where you go because you don't know when you're going to get exposed by people that don't really care about you. I'm very, very reluctant to go places today. Not because I don't want to go. I've been all over the world. I'm an army brat. I've pretty much done a lot of things that people will maybe never do in their lifetime. I've ran businesses. I've done a lot. I've always been, quote, unquote, the boss. Don't nobody like the boss. Many people all within the sound of my voice have worked for me at different places I've owned. And I mean, I've pr pretty much ran every salon in Maryland. Everybody didn't like me because I was always in charge. And because I knew what I knew, been licensed master, had a master license for 40 years, people didn't like me. They didn't like me. Because um, you have to do the dirty work. You have to be in charge. When you are blessed to have a business or your own company, you have to be in charge. You have to run that place. You can't be friends and let everything happen and let everything go or your place will dissolve and disintegrate. So I wasn't always like, but guess what? All those people that I've, within the sound of my voice that I may have um, had bad blood with, I took the opportunity to go back to each and every one in different occasions and apologize because I'm not who I used to be. The person I used to be didn't care what you thought. I got a job to do. The person I am today cares what you think. I just don't be around situations that can get ugly. So I care about your heart. Then I was like, it's just about business. You can't just be business. You got to care about people's hearts. And that way your business can keep flourishing you can, and you can keep growing. So I have to say these things because somebody may be watching me now that I didn't get to t tell that to. I got to tell you, I really care about you. And I'm so happy if you're successful. And I'm so glad I played a part of your life being successful because I know I was a master of teaching you what I taught you. Or I know I was a master of showing you what I knew. I just maybe didn't have all the balances in place to have the compassion part or the empathy part. Today, I have compassion and empathy, and I have to share it. And the bottom line is, when you share it, 
you get it back tenfold. You got to share compassion. You got to share caring. And my engineer is telling me I got to take a break. So I got to listen to my engineer. So if you're on YouTube live with me with the DeSafran show, I got to take a break and I'll be back. If you're on YouTube, um, I'll be back. But if you're on Facebook live, I'm going to keep it going on Facebook live because I don't really know if I'm going to cut everybody off and I don't want to do that. But you might hear some loud music. So if you don't leave me, we can still converse a little bit. If you leave, I was happy that you came and I was happy you stayed and I hope I shared some good stuff with you because every week I need to get it off my chest and I love my forum that I can get it off my chest. I, I, I announced before I came on, it's open forum night. So if you ain't wanna open the forum, you might not have wanted to come and join me because um, from here on out, I'm gonna try to have guests for the rest of the year. But today and last week, I just wanted to let loose, let people get to know me. I am the De Safran Show. I love what I do and it's not going anywhere. It's just getting ready to get better. But before the new year, I want people to kind of know me opposed to saying, what is this show about? It's simply about me expressing myself, caring, and, and loving people, and bringing them on so they can come on my show and express themselves and show their talent and make money. We need money. We still need money, no matter how much we love the Lord. We still need to talk about our wares. We still need to be uh, Proverbs 31 women. Those Proverbs, Proverbs 31 women worked hard. She worked hard. She could do everything and still be a lady. So. It's things we still have to do, even though we're in love with Christ. We can't just sit around and not do anything. So on my show, you can come and talk about your restaurants, talk about your um, cake business. You can talk about so many things. Engineer, you can take me to the break. I'm going to stay on Facebook Live. He's going to take a break from YouTube right it's now. It's that time of year again. The second annual is, Toy Drive, your chance to give back to the community by helping a child have a happy holiday. Stop by Voxwave Studios, 4711 Off Place, Suitland, Maryland, and donate all your unwrapped toys. No later than December 20th, it's our second annual Toy Drive, sponsored by Urban Style Media, Voxwave.com, and Star Imports the home of the boutique car buying experience. So enjoy your holidays and give back to the kids of the DMV. Business owners, looking for a place to advertise your business and promote your products and services? Voxwave is the right place. We have over 10,000 views a day and 70,000 listeners a month. For more information, contact Reg Gaskins at 240-832-4455. Voxwave now features a streaming radio. Yes, I'm back. Had a little technical difficulties, but the bottom line is all is fair, and we're here supporting each other. We're here lifting up love. If you're out there, give me a wave. If you want to let me know you're there, let me know you're there. Some people are there, I don't even know, because I can't see everyone, but I'm here. Um, this has been a wonderful evening of expressions and me giving people a little bit of me because I don't want to be in a box. I don't want to be um, one of those people that have to have everything so cookie cutter. I don't want to live like that. I'm not, I'm not in a box, and I'm not shy. So I've never been shy, but I'm just diplomatic now. I'm just a little... Um, cautious of how I say things so it can always be uplifting and something that will encourage the next person to be better. If I'm not going to say powerful words to make you better, I'm not even going to open my mouth. 
because people say things and then later on say, I didn't mean it. Yes, you did. You meant it. You meant it because you can process things before they come out your mouth sometimes. And if you know the person you're talking to will take it to heart and be hurt, you really can process it. So you, you thought long enough to get it out of your mouth. So don't think for one minute they believe you didn't mean it. And it's going to take you a while to fix the mess. I don't want to fix messes no more. I want to be the one that's going to, you will remember as having a kind word to say. And I just live that way. And I'm just saying it because I have to. I'm saying it because I mean it. I'm saying it because that's who I am. And if I'm helping someone else be humble, this is what we need to do to grow in this world. Be humble. Because you're not fooling anyone but yourself when you're not humble. You know, just a matter of time. Pride comes before the fall. When you're doing different things and you think you're getting by, you're not. And you will get embarrassed. As my pastor would tell you, you'll get embarrassed by it because God will do whatever it takes to bring you to yourself. And you will get embarrassed. You will get um, exposed. Many things will happen. Don't be ashamed. Be bold then. You were bold when you did it. Be bold when it, when, when it all boils down to this is who I am. So I'm just thankful to God that I went through that stage. He had me on a wilderness experience. I don't know if anyone within the sound of my voice ever been on a wilderness experience, but it's something unimaginable. I'm going to tell you quickly about a wilderness experience. Wilderness experience is when you can't call anybody. Nobody can help you. Nobody has the answers, and nobody understands what you're talking about. They can listen to you all day and agree, but they have no idea what you're talking about because it's only between you and God. And this is just when you're sold out to God and you call yourself, I'm going to do, you say, God, use me. Be careful when you say that because he's going to use you. And before he uses you, you're going to feel some fire because he's going to expose your own mess to you. And the wilderness experience is real because you're going to be on a sea all by yourself and you can be in a crowd of a thousand people and feel like you're the only one in the room because there's nothing they can do for you. They can't tell you anything. They can't direct you anywhere. They can't take you anywhere. They can't do anything. All you can do is the best thing I did was kept going to church, kept sitting in the, in the, in the um, congregation getting the word, kept exercising and kept reading it, kept trying to figure out why, why, what is really going on. The wilderness experience has me who I am today. And that's when I can honestly say I know who I am today. I don't get encouraged by a whole lot. A whole lot doesn't impress me. Because I seen and heard all of that during my wilderness experience and it didn't do a thing for me and couldn't. So if you know what I know, get to know the Lord, get close to Christ. You can still have fun in life. It doesn't change your fun. You have more fun because you have life more abundantly. It's, it's, a, it's an expression that we can't take lightly. You know, you're really, really, really living life to the fullest when you are focused on Christ. Because you could get in your car, you can drive down the street, and no hurt, harm, or danger can come upon you. And then you can get in that same car five minutes later and come back down the same street and be the thousand cow car pile up. And you're like, I just came down the street. He knew it. He knew you were coming down that street. And he knew at that given moment that wasn't supposed to happen because you're focused. You know, Psalm 91 is one of my favorites. He puts angels around you to fight off the fiery darts. 
He, does, he has so much around us to protect us that we think it's about us. It's not. He has us protected because he needs us to get the word out. If you get the word out, then you may live longer. But if you never get the word out, you might be wasting time on earth. So you better get the word out. That's all I can tell you because he'll give you opportunities to get it out. If you don't, don't be mad at nobody because um, he'll give the, the job to someone else. I'm not ashamed of him. So I talk about him at all times. I talk about him when people really don't want to hear about it because that's the right time to talk because I did my job. They blood out on my hands if they don't want to listen. They don't want to care. It ain't my problem. I did my job. I, I planted the seed. Others can water it. God is in control of it. So just do your job. You know, my pastor said one thing I'll never forget. He said, don't confuse the people. Keep it real. You know, don't let, you know, don't let what you do confuse people. So I have to focus on that. I can't do stuff to confuse people. I got to be focused when I'm doing what I do. And the way I care about people, the way I care, I got to really care. You can't care sometimes and then you care later. You got to just care. And if it works out fine, if it doesn't fine, you just got to care. You just have to know the caring is bigger than the situation because the caring is what they're going to remember when they hit the bottom. You know, people have mental problems right now. They have mental um, illness. Somebody got to care about them. Somebody got to hug them when nobody else want to hug them. Somebody got to help them. Uh, it's just important. When I see people down and out, they're, they're the ones I want to do their hair for free. I'll do anything for them because I just want them to reach down deep inside and know somebody loves you and it's not about all of this. But if, if I can show you that I care about you enough to do whatever gifts I have, whatever gifts I have to give you for free, I'm going to give them to you right there because you just right there need to feel love. So when you see people you come, that come in your company and they just need something because you know deep down inside they're so, so depressed or they're so sad, whatever gift God gave you, give that to them. You know, it don't hurt you because he, he will make room for your gifts. That, that particular gift you have, he might have that person around you for you to share it with them. If you don't, you missed it. My wilderness experience taught me not to miss opportunities he gives me. During my wilderness experience, I will never forget, I was taking a class and I was so overwhelmed, I passed out in the lobby. Nobody was out there. When I passed out, I woke up and there was a lady there with all white on. She was so beautiful. And if she's listening to this, she knows it's true. And she knows why I was taking the class. And she was just pretty. I never even seen this lady. She was a professor. And she wiped my face, fixed my hair back. After she fixed my hair, hi, Chris, hi, baby. After she fixed my hair back, she said, now you're going to take your test and pass it. And I said, I shouldn't go home. She was like, no, you shouldn't go home. God already told me you were coming. He already told me you were going to go through this. And he told me to wipe your face, fix your hair back, put your makeup back on, looking like a diamond, and go to class. You're not going home. You're not throwing in the towel. This is a part of the process. You have to go through this. You have to see how real this thing is. That lady took care of me. She was like a little doll baby, and nobody was in that hallway but she and I. She said, he already told me what you've been through. He already told me you will be here today. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do for you. Because if I don't do what I'm supposed to do for you, he will take my gift from me. That lady taught me that that day. I learned so much through my wilderness experience. I know how real God is. Nobody can tell me nothing different. Nobody can shoot no bull to me. I went through something, and I'm putting it in a book. 
It's going to be an amazing book. And my pastor already named my book. And one day when I finish my book, he's going to remember he named my book. And I'm so thankful to God. He named my book almost eight years ago. He named my book, however many years, whatever. Yeah, I think I was with the church six years. I think they narrowed it down when we had a, a special ceremony. I was with the church seven years. He named my book seven years ago, and my book will have that name. And I went through this experience during my wilderness experience so nobody can tell me it's not real. Just know how real it is for yourself. You don't want to be stuck somewhere where you can't get up and brush yourself off. While you can brush yourself off, you love other people unconditionally and you care about people and you give them, you bless them with what God, the gifts God gave you. Because I love helping young people. Chris, you're one of my sweethearts and you and your wife, y'all going to be very successful. I'm thankful that you're on my team. I tell you that all the time. I'm so thankful to God for you because you're a special young man and you're going to be something awesome. You just stay focused and you're going to have the best day ever tomorrow. This young man is getting married tomorrow. This is one of my sweethearts. I'm so happy for you. And you just be the, the young man that's respectful that you are because you got awesome things in store for you. Don't let nobody tell you nothing different. You stay focused. We didn't meet just by happenstance. We met because God wants you in my life and he wants me in yours. And I'm here for you and I love you. And that's anyone else listening that truly knows I love you. And if you, if you doubt that I love you, Reach out to me and I'll show you that I love you in just kind words, you know. I got to give you my heart today. Anything else will follow that God want me to do. I only move when God tell me to move. I don't do nothing no more without God telling me. He's even told me sometimes to let people lose everything. He's like, you, what you doing? You better sit down somewhere. You, it's not your job to do anything. Your job, hi, baby, hi, Misha, I love you. It's, it's like, it's not my job to be in, in the way. He told me get out my own way during my three-year wilderness experience. Now I get out of everybody else. Hi, boo. Hi, Misha. How you doing, Misha? I get out of my own way for God. Now I get out of his way for people. I don't be in God's way, but when he tell me to do something, you better believe I'm going to do it. I don't care if the person don't receive me. I don't care if the person don't like me because I'm doing it for God. He will take care of the rest. You always make me feel, oh, thank you, Jennifer. I try to always make you feel love because you're my princess. You're, you're amazing. You're like a, a gentle, a gentle, I don't know, like a dove. Because all you do is tell people how much you love them and you have such sweetheart. And I love you for that. Good night, boo. Good night, Randolph. Maybe we can talk again um, next Friday because I'll be back feeling your best life Fridays and bring me a topic, Randolph. And we can talk on Facebook in between, okay? Good night, sweetie. I love you more. I love you more, Randolph. <laughs> so anybody else who's in the sound of my voice, if this has been a special night for you, like, like my page. Like my page on um, Facebook. And if you're on YouTube Live, uh, like my page. Subscribe. Because I'm just trying to get the word out. Uh, like I tell people right now, my, I do my cash apps. I do my PayPal. My cash app is dollar sign all eyes on you and my paypal is paypal slash just debbie all eyes on you just debbie paypal or deborah stevens paypal whatever way you want to do it but i do take donations because donations help keep my show going so if anybody want to donate donate if you don't one day it might touch your heart to donate but either way i do cash app dollar sign all eyes on you and paypal paypal me all eyes on just debbie 
That's what I do because it helps keep us going because the donations are great and the donations are real. And even if I don't get one donation, it don't matter. God going to make a way. He makes a way out of no way. And he's phenomenal. And I, oh, Gwen, hey, Gwen, how you doing? That's one of my babies, too. Gwen and I go back umpteen years, I feel like, because that's my sweetheart. She's one of my clients, but that has become my friend. And that's a sweetie. She's a, such a lady. And I told her last time I did her hair, I said, you just, I admire you. And I love how um, she's so poised and she's so classy and she's so subtle and just a sweetheart. And I love her for it. So guess what? I don't know. How much time do I have, engineer? That's it? Did I get to say goodbye? Okay. Well, my, I have to come off of my YouTube channel. So Facebook, I haven't stopped Facebook yet. YouTube, I want to thank you tonight for the DeSafron Show with Vox Wave Live. And I will be back Friday, feeling your best life Fridays. And I will have a guest, I promise you. I got something special planned. We're going to have nice guests for the rest of the year. So um, anybody wanting to be on my show, email me at alleyesonbiz at gmail.com. If you want to do a donation, cash app, all eyes on you, or PayPal me slash all eyes on just Debbie. And definitely, if you want to be a guest, email me. You can be a guest. I would love for you to tell the world about what you do. It ain't, I don't have to talk. I like to listen. If you won't look at any of my episodes on Voxwave YouTube, uh, Lisa Front, you can see where I sit back and let this person have the show. I'm just by myself right now because I felt like sharing. So I will see you next week. Same time, same channel. God bless you all. Mwah. Sexy is just a baby, a grandma baby name.